0: Hello, fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify, listening to 1420 The Watch Clicker Podcast with your host, Andrew, and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? Good, man. I've been drinking all day. Yeah, we got to do a big disclaimer tonight. Yeah. This is the first episode we're recording from across the street, so today could get weird. Yeah. Andrew, I don't drive Andrew now lives across the street. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stumble home. My wife is fully aware of it. Uh she said she wouldn't even lock the door, so I don't have to even worry about a key. So I've been
1: drinking I've been drinking fucking hypnotic. Yeah. From 1996. It's actually from now, I think. It's not from 1996, no, it's
0: not that that uh, vintage. <laughs>
1: it's not vintage, <laughs> that's right, but for several hours I've been drinking. Late nineties, uh, rap booze, and so I'm 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 good, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I, solid,
0: and I've just been drinking beer, but yeah, walked across the street. I expect to stumble home. So big disclaimer here: we might get a little sloppy, and we might get sloppy again next week. Oh. But until we can kind of find an equilibrium here on consequence-free drinking, with that,
2: how are you? Wait, wait, I'm wait, so wait, wait, I just wait. so I'm I'm good. Don't move on.
0: I'm good. I'm great. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. We've been moving for the last two days, so I moved in across the street surprise you were unaware the moving truck did not somehow just totally was missed um but we can see our front doors from from one another uh, i feel
1: a little like kimmy Gibbler, though yeah because i like i just come over and i open the door and everybody's like oh hey everett
0: It's kind of uh it, it i i would equate it to like kramer
1: he just bursts through the door <laughs> yeah. I got to work up my Kramer. Uh,
0: but yeah, we we are uh, plugging away on
1: unpacking. Uh, probably about
0: uh, 50% unloaded.
1: We have the TV on the wall. I'm really That's bad what matters. with percentages. When it comes to moving, I'm bad with the percentages. We're, we're about halfway there. Because when I felt like I was halfway packed, I was actually about 7% packed. Yeah, no, packing is one thing.
0: Because you have got, you got those drawers. It's like, what the fuck is in here? Why is this in here? So... Uh, Yeah, we're probably about halfway done. We've got a couple, a couple primary rooms complete, and we're just now we're in that like find that where everything needs to go like to its home. And I have to build some shelving to store the things that need stored because you don't need your Christmas decorations out and on the floor year round. So we're getting there, but yeah, I'd say about halfway. I'll be done um, hopefully by Wednesday.
1: You're you're insane. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing else to do.
0: Yeah, I have a TV as a babysitter now.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh. That's so with true.
0: that, we have two. We,
1: we have got two guests, guests this week. Yeah. We don't do this very often.
0: We don't. Cuz it's usually
1: chaos. <laughs> but we do have two guests this week. And I think I think this may be this may be the coolest. The coolest capital C cool. The coolest watch company out there right now. Uh, you don't have to agree or disagree. I can tell you disagree. Yeah, I think you right. Hey, guys, sorry. He disagrees. I disagree. Yeah. Uh, but the me coolest, wrong. the coolest watch company, we've got Andrew and Rick from Soulabs. Labs. Andrew, Rick, how are you guys doing?
2: Doing fantastic, boys. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah thank you.
1: Yeah. So we've been talking about this, this episode for a little while. Actually, I think, Andrew, we've been talking about uh, doing this since we had you on the show yeah. some time ago re- regarding your uh your other brand which I think right. we're not allowed to name that during this episode right
2: <laughs> we go we can
1: it's a know, side hustle drop <laughs> it
2: drop it it's my side hustle after yeah. thanks
1: <laughs> well, yeah. well this well, is my
2: fun my fun hustle over here yeah
1: well andrew welcome back obviously welcome back Thank you. uh Thank you. friend of the show longtime friend of the show and uh, fantastic owner of Astra and Banks. Uh, welcome back. Rick, your first time on the show. First time on. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Pleasure
3: yeah. is all yours, more than mine.
1: <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah. yeah. It's all I'm my, a thousand percent percenting. Entirely my pleasure, none, none of yours. Uh, that's how that goes on <laughs> the <laughs> show. That's, that's how we like it, to be fair. So. <laughs> well, uh, well, so first, they can, you know the folks listening to the show can't see this. Rick, fantastic office. Thank you. All sorts of stuff. It's
3: the only way. It's the only way to deal with quarantine, friends.
1: Andrew also fantastic office. A hundred percent sure that it's green screened. Andrew is a hundred percent screen. An entirely fake office. Up. Really nice choice though. You're very
0: tasteful <laughs> green screening. Rick, I do have to say, I'm real distracted by the uh, pendulums over your left shoulder. Yeah. They are not in sync. They sync up every once in a while. It's like like trying to get the the square to bounce in the corner of the screen. I know.
1: And it's like that George Harrison video. Yeah. I got my mindset. It's like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) just fucking chaos. Then there's
3: the baby one in the corner. The baby one in the corner ticks even faster oh, than yeah. right oh, in the yeah. middle.
1: This is insane. It's very it's very distracting. It's chaos.
3: I usually have it on blur when, when I'm rolling on Google. I yeah. half blur the
1: background or it distracts clients. No, no, all we day need long. the full we need the full dog.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: Okay, so together. Together. You guys came up with and and Andrew, we talked about this a little bit last time you were on the show. But together, you guys came up with this idea at some point. This idea, yeah, that would become Solabs eventually. So why don't you why don't you just sort of take us back day one? Andrew, you're making watches already yeah. as Astro and yeah. Banks.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, give us give us give us the the origin story, as it were, of Solabs. How it got started. Who's sort of coming up with the 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 seminal ideology here, and, and how and how was that
2: happening? Sure, I'll, I'll give a little bit of background how uh, Rick and I met, and then how this yeah. started. And as far as like uh, Solabs, if you can't tell from his office, um, who designed them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's probably, well, yeah, I guess my fake office is kind of colorful too, but no, it's uh, pretty hip. <laughs> yeah, there, no, yeah. your your fake
1: office is very so labs. Yeah. Yeah. I Thank agree. you. Yeah.
2: Um, but, uh, yeah, so Rick and I met, uh, through our local red bar Chicago, um, chapter here and, uh, you know, through watches and, um, him and I and a couple other guys are in a group chat together that. We've been for a couple of years now. Oh, it's a so disease. That, that's, it's a disease. That's, so that's how we met. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Rick approached uh, me with an idea for the company that um, he basically now runs. But uh, he um, he he works uh, for a creative agency and he can tell you more about it than I can. But um, every year they do a gift for their clients. And it's always something that you probably is not your typical client gift. And so they come up with some it, really it's cool not like stuff a nut box or whatever. It's, it's, no, not a box, it's usually a little sure. bit. Yeah, yeah, more funky than
3: that. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he'll he'll tell you. This was market. our twentieth. It was our twentieth yep.
3: anniversary, so we That's wanted right. to push and do something a little bit bigger. And uh, yeah, it was funny because if I had said, "Oh, we should do a watch for our clients," our owners would have just been like, "Okay, Rick, we know you. You have an issue, and you're obsessed <laughs> with these things, but <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that." Thankfully, our other uh, director of marketing, who runs like you know plans for the gift every year, she goes. Rick, we should, you should design a watch. I was like, Claire, this is why we're friends. And sure (laughs) enough, then, you know, the idea then kind of came to fruition really quickly of like, yeah, we absolutely do should do something. And I'm like, and I know exactly the guy to help us do it. And we can make it basically in an agency EA, which is where I work. Um, I'm president at EA. We've been around for 22 years now, basically run the full gamut for Brand experiences, lot live activations, as well as virtual stuff, all that, all that good stuff. So we we're having our twentieth. I reached out to Andrew. I said, "All right, we got to design and." Send a watch to our clients in six months. You good? Like, yeah, was that cool? Can hey, we, hey, can Rick, we do this?
1: Bet you can't. <laughs> hey, hey, Rick, have you have you listened to have you listened to Andrew's uh, episode that he did on forty and twenty regarding Astro Banks? No. Yeah, well, no, you should I didn't because even he's like, so look, this fucking asshole calls me, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this guy is like, can we make a watch in six months? And I'm like, what the. F- fuck are you talking about so i just yeah, i mean a, i think you guys are good now i think you guys are good yeah, now but you could yeah, you should listen to it because i we we had we had a good chuckle about that at the time
3: <laughs> oh that's so good yeah he was look andrew andrew both as a friend and a business partner is a very calm and easygoing guy okay so when you ask him like hey can we do this in six months yeah you know uh, that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be pretty tough to do you know uh, Just real chill. And then I start giving them designs all right let's let's take this to the manu- some of the manufacturers let's talk to them let's see what they think comes back. Yeah, they pretty much said this isn't you you can't do that. You can create a, a gradient on the day and date discs on this movement. it's not gonna work. Well that's bullshit. I know we can make it work. Now I'm sitting there with a tweezer and a vinyl piece of, of, you know, paper trying to apply it myself. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Basically a
1: sticker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of these dot, one of these dot stickers, right? Turns out maybe you can't do this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine, Andrew. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. This is what we should do. So I usually am starting with some kind of idea, whether it's the dial, the case, how we present, you know, have done the handset and, you know, we've learned, I think that was kind of the the exciting thing about this was we first did that watch with uh, EA and we did launch it, um, I think we were only like three and a half months late, which... <laughs> that's pretty good, know, right? They're, they're, I mean, when your target is Christmas, six months, that's not great. Yeah, right. you know, they were getting their Christmas yeah, right. gift <laughs> in the beginning of April. Crimea me a, river. <laughs> that's a great That's gift. It's the coolest. <laughs> right?
1: That is the coolest Christmas gift, right?
3: got Yeah, I mean, like, and, and, you know, we got a lot of nice pictures back from our clients all wearing them. And throughout the process, though, we really said, like, hey, maybe we turn this into something real afterwards and, you know, alter the design slightly. But it's getting some good reception from people. We should dabble with it and and definitely also do some automatic models, which is kind of what we're underway working on right now, like for the next round of prototype with that. But I was like, all right, yeah, but let's start with the quartz. And, you know, it's like we've, we've been watch nerds fans, you know, like you said, in the intro, you know, Andrew, like since the, since forever, but rarely are we like, yeah, I'm really pumped about this next quartz piece that I'm picking up, you know? So this was always meant to be something fun that ended up being a gift for somebody, or just like, I'm going to go junk around outside today. And I just want something that's going to make me smile that I'm not going to worry that I'm gonna ding up and beat up you know even if it is you know i don't know worth beating up but yeah anyways that's kind of the background story of of where this fruitioned
0: and so in that story i'm I'm, what i'm gathering here is that rick you are the huge idea like we can do this and andrew's very much said like okay let's maybe dial it back (laughs) <laughs> Just a little bit, so we can Just actually do it. it the, the the practical one. So how does that how does that partnership very. work? And 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 I think it's it's really apparent in the super fun design that that really nobody else yeah. is doing because you guys are doing something yeah. huge and awesome and crazy, very off the wall, but in a really really meticulous way. And it's so cool to see those two personalities shine through in in this design and I just wonder I'm, I I'd like to hear more about your design process like how those clashing personalities have come together in this like really beautiful harmony that is the Solab.
2: So I'll start a little bit. The design mostly. I mean the design is is uh Rick and that's his main uh part of this the whole partnership is he's going to design something that I for sure would not design because it's just not my style, but I love, I mean, I have some clocks and I like funky shit too. It's just not like I could never do that for Aston and Banks, right? Cause it just doesn't fit it. But, um, going back to the story a little bit, when he was like, Hey, can we do this for six months? And I said, this is what I said. I said, you can, we can do it in six months, but we have to kind of go off the shelf stuff and yeah. just pick cool colors or something like that. We can't do it. A, a custom, like a whole OEM watch. <laughs> Which is and then he sends me the fucking design. Unacceptable. And I'm like hundred percent oh yeah. It I'm was one hundred percent custom everything. I'm like, any the, are any of these it. things
3: off the shelf, man? He's like the no. buckle <laughs> I, I, He's like maybe right. I, <laughs> No, I even the buckle told- we didn't, even the buckle <laughs> we etched, but it I think the crown I think the crown was it. That was the only I,
2: I also told him, make sure you have a plan B. Because I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to hit. This, this isn't going to work. One. I'm
1: pretty sure this I, isn't going to work, work plan B.
2: I was I in his know. office every week. Uh, every week I would go to his office and, and basically tell him, yeah, this this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> and this, his marketing director is just like, um, so what are we going to do? I'm like, I, I I said you guys need a plan B from the beginning, so just make sure you have a plan B. Unless you're guys are cool with waiting because it's just gonna we're just gonna have to wait any little change you make to a custom a whole custom watch is takes a month or or longer yeah. to so, go and redo it so um yeah so that, that's that's basically what happened and he's like ah fuck it we could do it and i'm like all right cool so that's how we ended up there <laughs> we, went just, we went
3: for it we went for it it yeah. was late but it was worth not giving up yeah, the concessions because Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's funny because that same that same thing then (laughs) happened again where it was like, all right, now we're we're going to do this. We're going to launch the brand. Let me work on some names. And we kind of got to the so so labs came from like I I was thinking about I'm like everything about this watch was always about layers, layering the layering of time and different colors and different like kind of always changed perspective. And that's why even even with a die cut, you know, originally so you know this and then can understand where we're hopefully leading to with the next watch and with the automatic, the reason for that die cut to the, you know, basically seeing the quartz movement, obviously it's not the prettiest thing in the world, but that was also what we were wanting to get across was like the full transparency through the case, through the dial, and now hopefully with the layer two, being able to also have day and date discs that have some patterning on it that align on different dates or move in different, We've been trying gradients for a long time, and that's been, again, he's been telling me no on that for forever. But <laughs> when we switched and kind of moved into, all right, let's launch the company, all right, we took some time, like worked out our color pal- uh, you know, color palettes that we wanted to use and figured it would like, all right, cool, we'll just roll right into production. But just tiny little changes, the ones that we made to just alter it for just the more, you know, what we wanted it to end up looking like for our brand took what? Another,
2: <laughs> another another eight year.
3: months, yeah, un- almost fun. another year, and then uh, you know we 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 ended up going to wind up, and um, Andrew had a table for Astor and
1: Banks, and hey, you, you guys know, remember? Out. You guys remember back in the day when they did wind up?
3: Oh yeah. my god, that was fun. Yeah, right? that's, you <laughs> yes. look at the pictures
1: and you're. like, <laughs>
2: I was like, so "Look at these jerks!
1: They're not even wearing masks." <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do that I thing where like... you see someone like shake hands in a movie, and they're like, <laughs> oh, "What? What? Are you, these irresponsible assholes are shaking hands."
3: It's true. Terrible. It's true. Terrible. I find myself judging commercials now too. Like, look at this bullshit. Yeah. These. these <laughs> this clearly is either old or they're fucking up because there's no social distancing
1: asking. and there's yeah, no disclaimer.
2: None. None. No disclaimer.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so so. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, you know, sometimes I just like to interrupt.
2: That's not that all good. Yeah, yeah, so interrupt all so you, guys go,
1: you guys go, to, you guys go to, to wind up. Well, Andrew goes to wind up, has a table.
3: He, yeah. he had a table. So we reached out. They're like nicest guys and said, sure, you could split it. But uh, he doesn't get, a, you know, Solap doesn't get a, a banner. And I was like, well, I'll pay for the banner. I, you know, no problem. No, you guys can't have so we did so we didn't really have a table I kind of had this like you know it, it was fine but you it had was the cool kids' to, table
0: at Thanksgiving
3: yeah, like, basically yeah. it was like it was like we're gonna put you closest to the exit because no one's gonna steal these if they run into the building so we'll keep you there in the corner yeah and uh you know it was it was great because we got to you know kind of show the watches for the first time and we're really hopeful that we would be shipping them by I think we were told it was going to happen by like Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, beginning of March at the latest. Well, (laughs) that was March 2020 of COVID. So yeah, we didn't get the watches, I think until August, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we had to run QC on all of them. And some of them weren't exactly up to snuff. It's, I mean, for those of you, you know, you guys know this and anyone listening, the process to actually designing and bringing a watch to fruition and manufacturing it is insane and then even when you get it i mean and that's where again going back to me and andrew where sometimes he's like the meticulous serious one sometimes i am and i think that's also complemented the relationship because we focus on different things like certain things i'm like nah that's fine and he's like no it's not and and then it'll flip-flop like like the foam inside of the, the packaging of the box
1: Yeah, you know, hey, hey, listen, Rick, nobody talks about this shit on the show. So so you're you're a not watch guy. Tell us about that. Nobody wants to talk about this stuff on the show because it's not sexy and it's not attractive. But but but, but tell us about this, right? Because this is an important thing. And I think the the assholes who listen to this show, yeah, I'm talking to you. Uh they (laughs) they are like, you know, these are the guys that are like, well, that watch would be that watch would be great if they wouldn't have done this or that. You know, uh, there's so much stuff that we, we the assholes. I'm one of you guys too. Just by the way, we, uh, yeah, we both are. <laughs> that we don't get about this process. So tell us, right? Because I, I want to know. I can, yeah. I can yeah. feel you sort of gravitating away from it. Don't gravitate away. Get. Tell me what's happening here.
3: Yeah, I mean, like one of them hate like, Rick.
0: Because no. <laughs> he calls me on all my shit. <laughs>
3: The packaging, okay. I love the petri dish packaging. We designed all that too. Designed all the inserts. Tried to minimize the thickness to exactly what we wanted and all that. Really wanted the experience of, you know, the watch and the quick release straps to go right onto it and that and that whole deal. But then when we got them, I was kind of like, ah. I kind of wish the foam was a little bit squishier. Now, we have
2: gone through like three different types of foam. No, and no, I no. Said to Andrew, we, we have over 10 prototypes. Of over foam, 10.
0: just for the packaging. Of,
2: of foam. Yeah. For the next, and, and the yeah. Petri dish, too, because I was picky about that a little bit. Yeah. But the foam, yeah. it, it, he was more picky about the foam. So you know, when you want it more squishy, foam, are you talking like more,
0: more give or are you talking more supple? Yeah. Market. So
3: here's what I'm talking about, okay? I, <laughs> Because one day I come to my house and I, I see a piece of, just a scrap of foam on the table. I've got three kids. They're both, the oldest is six. So you know.
0: No, oh, you, it's, you got, yeah. I was wondering why you have foam on the table. Now it tracks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The house in quarantine. So there's a piece of foam. I pick it up. I'm like, this is the fucking foam we need. <laughs> So I sent him a picture of oh, like, like he's going to be able to engineer <laughs> this phone <foam laughs> like, from the picture. You know, this, this, like, this, this is the stuff, Andrew. This is the fucking phone. This is the phone that we need. I don't know where he's like, where'd you get? It? I'm like, I don't know. It's just sitting on the table.
0: You're interrogating <laughs> your kids. <laughs> where oh, are so they?
3: A couple days later. <laughs> where'd you days later, <laughs> Stumble into the laundry room. And I'm like, it's the fucking Mr. Clean and Magic Erasers that I bought last week. <laughs> This is what we need, Andrew. We need magic eraser quality giz to the foam to take these out. So
0: and this like, is, At right, this point, you had already selected a foam, yeah? Oh,
2: we well, were already we, we have so, was, Okay. Everything is <laughs> done. done. We've already set watches out. Everything is done. I'm like, yeah. dude, we got to no. stop with this. In him, me and him spent, like, I don't even
3: know, a full week of time just fulfilling the packaging because – The box is one thing. The package itself is another. It's got to get unwrapped. The foam's got to go in. We got to cross check all of our, you know, numbering because they're all uniquely numbered and serialed and they need to match on the boxes. It takes time. And I put them all in and I was like, dude, if we get new fucking foam, I will swap them out myself. I don't care. Uh, Because honestly, here's how I think of it. Okay. Even for something that is relatively inexpensive, Our our watch is inexpensive, okay? Is it as cheap as a Swatch? No, but also Swatch actually doesn't take the effort in certain aspects of like a detail of what we try to do with these things. And I still think I said to him, I'm like, look, we're going to be putting out another watch though. We're going to put out an auto that's going to be more money. And for anybody who buys even the cheap one, I want them to feel the, the quality of even the packaging of what we're doing with this stuff, because I want... People to want to keep those and not toss them. Most of the stuff that I get, that's cheap. You save your expensive watches. You put those boxes away because they've got some value to the whole thing. Yeah. Cheap watches gets tossed, okay? Unless you're gonna flip it in the in the near future, or you you know. But otherwise, like, who's keeping G Shock boxes?
1: The, uh,
0: you Andrew, know, I guess Andrew
1: I keeps I, like the. Keep I have an F
0: ninety one box and papers,
1: it, which is just an instruction some, manual those, in those my gun full of shit, yep. too. i full I got a shoe box of G
2: Shock boxes in yeah, my yeah, yeah. fucking.
3: Box. No, I do. I, <laughs> okay. I
2: keep but that's because I like you know. Packaging. You know this guy isn't getting rid of shit. <laughs> 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 I appreciate <No>. good packaging. <laughs> uh, the G Shock boxes are actually those are good packaging. Well, well, look, look.
1: So, so looking at your office here. I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit, right? You've got your like my yeah. pet monster in the corner, right? Nobody can yeah, see this this eclectic. <laughs> I got the fucking uh, cuffs. Uh, man. Yeah, you, you got, got the cuffs. The Those <laughs> things always get lost, right? Uh, so you know you've he got this very packaging. eclectic, uh, this very eclectic office design, sort of capital D design in every corner of this office, right? And and, and furthermore, I made a comment. Not I'm every hoping, square. Not every every corner. Every square inch. Every square inch, right? Uh, pretty, and 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 so funny. you know, I, I made a comment. Well, it looks like there's some maybe some Solabs prototypes back there, and he said, "No, no, no, those yeah. aren't; those are vintage, right?" So, why don't you talk to right. us a little bit about the design? You know, w- w- what you were going yeah. for, what you, how you came up with this? This is clearly a new design, but I think there's some inspiration there. So, so where, where did you get? Where did you? How did you get to this Solabs design? This original yeah. uh, Solabs design, absolutely.
3: Yeah, that's um so a couple things. Andrew mentioned it, but I've been collecting stuff since I was like fourteen years old. old. Yeah, I mean (laughs) like I, I yeah, as soon as I was able to get an eBay account, it was it was lights out. I mean, I was having shit shipped to my house from Germany, Switzerland when I was like 15, sending out money orders from Western Union, my parents had no idea what was going on, and I was always like just fascinated with furniture lighting mid-century stuff all the way trickling then up through the 80s um, and have just still like a deep affinity for even like 80s toys which is like a bunch of that corner and just things that I felt like the the design period in which they're in so much is about just like jumping your mind back not just for the design but also for just like the materials that were common in that point of time and what people were doing and what people were using and what they they liked and my background—I went to school in architecture, which is part of the problem because then I'm 3D modeling shit and yeah, sending sure. it. And he's like, "Yeah, this is this is going to be a manufacturing issue." I'm like, oh, "All right, I don't." Yeah, what do you let's figure it, it out? Cool.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I mean, but for the for from the design side, I think like especially with with clocks and like plastics, I think plastics are um, they're always they've got this so at least in furniture and. And like goods, it always um, there's two types. There's the throwaway plastic and then there's the plastic that you're like, I almost wish you weren't plastic because I want you to last forever because like sexy
1: thermoplastic stuff.
3: Yeah, that perfect like the color explodes. It's super glossy it's kept its look even after you know multiple years after being you know birthed in well, the did, 70s what through, did they make the 80s?
1: the chairs you know the the chairs that every classroom in the 80s had that plastic oh the, yeah uh, that
3: so so those were those were those were fiberglass that was like the Herman Miller like fiberglass gloss but i've got Dude, I've got some weird chairs in here, too. Yeah, delicious. I'm
1: thinking like the molded like, thermoplastic. Oh, yeah, that's that's delicious. Yep. Yeah, that's this fantastic. Is
3: literally, this, is, this is the chair I sit in during the
1: day. Which direction do you sit top. in it?
3: <laughs> I usually I usually straddle it like a desk, so I could use it for like writing and stuff. I'm sorry, you guys you at
1: home. Look, we'll, we'll we'll try to put a link to whatever the fuck that is. Text us shot. a picture of that. And yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah. us a, shoot us a picture or a, a link to that.
3: I'll send you a picture. Yeah, that's Luigi Colon. This was actually this is from the 70s. This is the first rotationally molded piece of plastic furniture ever made, which was like at that point they 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 mastered injection molding. This was the first time they could. Spin the whole piece of furniture while the plastic shots to the side. Anyways, I've had
0: an interesting. That's interest capital
1: in that stuff D, capital time. D design. Sheet. Long time. Yep. It
0: looked like a that's sex furniture time. thing. Yeah, like, it did look no... a
1: little bit like sex furniture. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. not really any sure <laughs> way to sit on that it definitely thing. Definitely does. Yeah. 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 No, there's yeah. Yeah. that's you know, there's like a, of... a cunnilingus chair. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, dude. Yeah. Nobody's so,
1: denying it. Nobody is denying that. That's no, what it looks no, like. I'm no, gonna be clear. No, the owner of the, at the at chair not. isn't denying it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that could work. The, <laughs> you <laughs> ain't wrong. <laughs> He's like, hmm. I, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Yeah, so so, okay. so maybe we probably better talk about the watches. The chair is a fast, fascinating knowledge. <laughs> when you're when you're moving into plastic watch design did
0: you run into any issues with manufacturers not either being ready to equipped to did you have an issue shopping around for manufacturing for a new watch material because everyone every watch manufacturer knows how to work with steel does did everyone know how to work with plastic
2: no way Yeah, that wasn't very difficult Um, I I because I've had some manufacturers that I've worked with and I've you know not a ton but I've worked with a few a plastic watch case is not anything that's hard to do. Um, it's more... The hardest part for this watch, other than the date disc trying to do what we wanted to do there, were the hands, the, the right. plastic yeah. you know, disc hands. Those were the hardest part to be able to print, yeah. especially with the designs that he was coming up with. And, well, and, and, had. and
1: it's not just a matter of making hands the right size, right? There's right. weight and torque and... Oh yep.
2: exactly yep. yeah and so um and, the right uh, size so was w- a pain in the ass too to meet the exact
3: yeah. s- diameter hands and discs are made at different places and getting it perfect was it took a couple tries yeah.
2: yeah yep but uh but yeah that's that's that was the hardest part the the plastic case was uh easy uh luckily it wasn't that that yeah. difficult and uh so uh, that was as as you can tell i do in this relationship, I do most of the uh, or work with the manufacturers and do that kind of stuff. Where and Rick comes up with the designs, and you know mm-hmm. he sends them to me, and I say no, or I don't like this, or can you change this or try <laughs> this. Is yeah. as much say as I get uh, in here. But um, but it, you know, as you can tell, like when I first went to his work office, it looks like his home office. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's got shit everywhere, and he had it's that yeah that that chair, plastic chair. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I brought a lot of this home down.
3: through quarantine.
2: We yeah um, home and I had to
3: I had to resurround myself yeah. with uh, all my favorite stuff. I feel like I feel like in general, being around just little things that, you know, inspire some level of designer that somebody executed really well, it 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 helps. I think when you're striving to be creative yourself or looking for just the little details of things that, Other people did not so much to mimic it, but to just kind of get into the brain of what were they trying to accomplish with this exact thing? And and now what is that for me? Like, what is that for us and what we're doing? And I think that's actually been the trickier part right now of moving from the layer one to the two because of the hands, because specifically right now, what we're working on is getting the minute. The minute hand is a little bit easier to cross over, at least from our current design into what we want to do with layer two. The hour hand's totally different because you've got these floating dots really that are fading into nothing on the disc. That's a tricky thing to try and replicate when you're now working with bronze handset that's painted and the limitations of just trying to really actually remove material to get lightness while still having this like, form that is relatively like dominant for the, for the dial. I mean, when you look at it, the hour hand is like almost like a, a micro rotor sitting on the front of the dial, but it's your slowest moving, you know, object on it. You don't want it to be super heavy or you're going to lose some of the goal of the whole watch, which is just more transparency and more kind of layering of color through what you're looking at, you know, when you glance at it.
1: W- would you mind... Rick, would you mind talking to us a little bit about sort of your specific design inspiration? You know, again, we're looking into this office, right? That the folks at home can't see. And I can, I can know a ton about you, your sort of design uh, philosophies just looking at this office. Uh, but these folks are not gonna have folks at home are not gonna yeah. have that benefit. Can you talk to us just a little bit? Obviously, there's some German happening there. I mean, who who yeah. who, who and what periods, what people, where are your design influences coming from? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um, okay, so a couple different periods. Werner Panton is probably he's always been like biggest life inspiration, even to get into an architecture switching into design. I originally was doing I was going to school for econ, business major, trying to focus on mergers and acquisitions. I literally switched gears and and applied to go into architecture literally because I was just so I'd been so just fascinated by specifically Werner Panton's influence in plastics in the yeah. 60s but mostly in color. And uh, that, I've got a number of, like that big piece in the corners is his, this chair is his. I got some lamps and and Fabrics throughout my house. You know, there's there's
1: a thing happening in Germany post World War II, and and I think that not everybody really understands. But all all of the things that are design, aesthetic, cool today were designed in this sort of uh, vacuum in Western Germany. You know, if you add up, you know, your grocery list on your iPhone. It is literally a design from a yep. dude in fucking West Germany in 1960 because the greatest artistic brains of all time are are happening. So I'm glad you I'm glad you I'm glad True. you said that. Yep. And I'm seeing that in your office. And I just want to talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, in general, I think that period it was like and that was what I was getting at earlier, just mentioning, you know, the use of plastics and how it was actually starting to get fully integrated into furniture, into lighting, and getting into more experimental with that, where they were, the forms and a lot of the things that were created were actually still really tied to geometries that are familiar in both nature and just the most basics of, you know, you know what you see in Alan Silberstein work, you know, the most basics of it, which then, you know, kind of the jump between that period, which I, I have a lot of inspiration and just like personal love for, as well as then just postmodernism and the things that kind of came with the Memphis movement. So, Memphis kind of same period, but in Italy, uh, you know, I, I love the Scandinavian design work and the stuff coming out of Germany. The moshing of those mixed with then what you got in a postmodernism, which a lot more closely tied into what you saw in, in architecture. Yeah. A lot of them feeling kind of just ugly and awkward and almost like, why? why am I still staring at this thing, even though I thought it was ugly at first glance, (laughs) but there's some
1: kind of tie back to it. And when you start to look And, you know, these artists that are like, this is not good, but it's fucking awesome.
3: But it's really awesome. And it's almost that that primitive side too, of like basic shapes mixed with colors that, you know, come together through, you know, unique harmonies. And I was was scanning through a lot of Joseph Albers' work too, like when we first kind of started this process, just to be thinking about some of those color theories and the harmonies that are drawn from it. Now, obviously we've gotten so much more advanced, even with systems that Adobe's put together and other designers and, and people kind of looking at color theory and just the impact that you can end up having by bringing together really simplistic forms. And that's why even with our dials, we don't want brand, I don't want branding on the dial. I never do, even from the markers, keep them really simple. And then let the colors be something that are super exciting and complementary paired with then shapes uh, through the the hour and hands that again are kind of tied to both some of the things that you'd be seeing in all those periods.
0: Okay. So I, I love this topic, but I gotta I gotta ask a question because we're not running short on time, but we gotta move along a little we bit. We got so much time. <sighs> yeah, we it. have all the time we want. It's our podcast. Uh, so That's right. how do you how do you go from Architecture to watches. Where does that transition yeah. happen from from architecture to consumer
1: good design? A- Andrew, is it weird that I think it's the most obvious thing in the world? I want to hear about the thought process behind it. I, it's funny because well, it's I be want to hear about the thought process too, but I also think it's the most obvious thing. I mean... You know what the most obvious thing is—is is, is how
0: much this fart is going to stink in a moment. That's going be the most
3: obvious thing. That's you're getting oh, what you deserve. Sure.
1: Yeah, so let's hear it. That, no, it is a good. It, you better be good.
3: careful because he's got hypnotic brewing in his yeah. stomach.
0: Look we had enormous burritos for dinner. So. Enormous burritos oh, and yes. hypnotic.
2: Jesus. Nice, classy meal. Yeah, so. Seaf-
1: seafood burritos, you guys. Mine wasn't. Oh. Mine was shredded oh. beef. And no joke. I had fried crab crunchy jalapenos and shrimp. Wow. And Rick, you're on. (laughs) That sounds delicious. Um,
3: I think honestly, it's, you know, one of the most important things about architecture and, and typically this is not what most builders are thinking. So going back to like the, the true, you know, sense of what an architect is trying to accomplish is, is trying to create a unique human experience within a space and ideally it's not one that feels like it's replicated every time a person engages with it. So the most traditional boring office buildings, you're not going to feel that. But the architecture that actually makes you stop is the stuff that makes you almost engage with it, whether it's through sight, whether it's through pausing in time and space to appreciate it, as well as then finding new perspectives when you're inside of that architecture, whether outside or inside, to stop and like appreciate it for what what came from behind it i think in general like and that's not just about talking about our watch but watches in general they are things that elicit some feeling of emotion it's even better when it's tied with like a moment whether it's like the you know birth or of your kid or a wedding or some special you know giving of a watch to tie to that
1: yeah but
3: i think in general it's about it's about um feeling some level of connectedness whether so to architecture that is like what you're trying to create a place for you as an individual or multiple human beings to appreciate and experience a space with watches it's super i think individual and personal and like people who just buy watches for you know to floss and and like that's really what the game is i i think that's a waste of time watches should be fully personal i think you'd have way more interesting collections out of people if it was that way if they were truly just buying what they thought was cool and what they were really drawn to and i think that's you know what you're trying to create like i i don't ultimately yeah would i like to have a lot of people purchase Solab's watches sure but ultimately what i really want is people who wear them and are like i fucking love this thing this is so fun when i put it on it's it's really fun for me and maybe somebody else checks it out and is like what do you got going on there but ultimately it's so when you glance down there's something fun and like i get that every time i wear specifically the the emerald rhino piece just because i'll wear that outsider if i'm driving and when you when it's a sunny day and you hit that underpass and the whole dial just lights up under you know (laughs) it's it's fucking awesome then that's for me that's just for me
1: you know you know i work i work professionally with a lot of architects and, and general contractors both so so one of the things i do is work with gc architect groups in fact that's specifically what i do and it's interesting because when i hear rick talking about design and you know the experience and then i see which you guys can't see at home, but then I see Andrew kind of looking down his glasses a little bit skeptically about the pragmatic <laughs> realities of this this life. <laughs> this is the perfect pairing, you guys, right? And and, and right, uh, you, you need you need these things. One, you you need someone who's willing to sort of beat on the door of what's possible. You know, I recently had a. Uh, Chinese OEM tell me that you can't use an acrylic crystal in a watch with more than 30 meters of water resistance, right? That's not Uh, true. Which is not true, which is not true, right? We know that's (laughs) not true. But you need someone who's willing to say, I want to do more than what (laughs) you're willing to do. You're not willing to do enough. I want yeah. to do more than that, and, and and you also need someone with some practical understanding of physics and like yeah. things that, that that control our lives in a meaningful <laughs> way, right? Totally. Uh, you know, so we I can see that I can see that happening here, and, and I'm really appreciative of it. Uh, it. It's a really fun dynamic to watch you guys talk about watches together like this.
2: <laughs> you should see our text chains. It's <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> That's I can imagine. Funny. That's we, yeah, imagine. That's why imagine a lot of face
1: palm, palm emojis. Office.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know the funny thing is, it's for us. Um, I because I I know what these manufacturers can do. You know, and the other thing too is you got to think about the price point, right? So, like, it's cost. okay, it's it, cost is typically. There, is yeah? Off. Is there somebody um, out there that can make this that we want? Probably, MBNF and F could do this. <laughs> right? How much <laughs> is it going to cost? Right? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's you know, exactly. So, right. Yeah. Th- those are the two things where okay. Yeah, I'm sure well, this somebody is what we're can make paying. these
3: hands out of glass, Rick. I'm sure somebody could find an ultra thin glass and do it. But can we just stop talking about that? Because why stop at glass?
0: <laughs> let's let's go, that go that all the way. We let's can't go. Do that, let's right? go straight diamond. Like why not? You know?
1: Straight diamond. <laughs> yeah. Manufactured not? diamond. Except, hands. Unbreakable.
2: Yeah. yeah. Unbreakable. Right? Not <laughs> just diamond cut. Yeah. But no, it's 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 uh, it's a really cool thing because um, I like myself and I it, it took me a while to figure out that I love design like just to think about design uh in my life but when I think about the stuff growing up and stuff that I've always liked and stuff that I still buy today um everything is about design right everything my sh- the yeah. shoes that I buy shoes that I still buy I, that I still look at buying you know I, I love buying jackets I have <laughs> how many fucking jackets and uh and everything that I, I love has to do with design you know i was looking at ipods the first ipod i bought and um i went to ebay because i wanted to buy it again because i loved. It, i think it was like the second or third generation with the red lights that lit up and the just the hue of that red is what um made me absolutely love that ipod bright white with this like yes. beautiful red hue and thinking about those things you know, when I started doing watches, I've always loved military watches, and usually that's black and white. You know, it's not super colorful or super fun. So when I met Rick and I saw his office and then we and this just kind of happened, I was like, this is awesome because I get to do that too now. I get to enjoy, I get to see somebody else doing something that I'm like, I would have never thought about that. You know, I, I would have never come up with a design that would be anywhere near this. Um so it's really cool to be able to uh learn from that too and uh and just you know obviously the guy's rick's full of uh uh, bullshit but he's also full of uh, (laughs) i'm just i'm just kidding rick he's full of a lot of knowledge of just different things that he likes to collect and you know i have a bunch of clocks and i've always liked clocks but i didn't start buying them really until i met rick i was like oh shit i should just start buying clocks too he'll, he'll start sending me links to eBay or other things. Yeah, no, buy this one. I buy like, this one, please. I, buy I can't this, buy another uh,
3: clock, please.
2: I yeah. don't have any room. <laughs> so it's a it's a really cool dynamic.
3: How has
0: this partnership affected and Bank's design methodology development in in, in a in a design forward way? I mean, or 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 do you keep these keep these ventures pretty well? separated from one another or, or where is that in is it influencing the the Aster and bank side of of you, Andrew?
2: Um I would say no. we are keep it pretty separate. Uh I, yeah. I do run things by Rick now though, which is nice because he can help me with a lot of different things that I can't do. Um but uh but yeah we keep it pretty separate. And you know with Astern Banks like
3: plus we wouldn't trust the other assholes in our group to get their comments so that helps. <laughs> that helps.
2: Yeah. Right, right. So so it's uh it's not influencing from a design standpoint because it the, it's just so different. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it's not like another diver. You know, when I yeah. when I even with me when I come out, like when I came out to Fortitude, I was like, yeah, I love it. It's simple, whatever. But then I look at it, I'm like, this is probably the most boring watch I've designed. You know, it's like, you know, it's I just it's one of those things where um, I I can have fun with the so less because it it can we can literally just come up with whatever we want. Yeah. There's no you know there there's like what with, with my watches now when the sea ranger came out it was very different from my older stuff and my yeah. older stuff was probably a little bit i don't know it Stodgy. was i mean it was pilot West. yeah yeah it was just different from, and, i didn't uh, say that I, Andrew said that yeah yeah i, sure. I don't care yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no right but but but, but right
1: you yeah. you developed a certain aesthetic uh i i think that the sea ranger and the fortitude sort of adhere to a certain aesthetic and it's cool. I, I think the Sea Ranger is probably a little bit more adventurous than the than the Fortitude, but totally. the Fortitude's not supposed to be adventurous. In, in fact, I said to someone at some point, I kind of wish it had the asymmetric case, and they were like, "No, that that's not that watch. That watch shouldn't have asymmetric case."
2: So no, when I, said I first that was, that, that was me. It, you said I it to of, me.
1: I said that. <laughs> I, don't,
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember these. I things. thought about actually when I first my first uh, little drawing of it was with an asymmetric. Uh, um, I just wanted a pared down, like cleaner version of the Sea Ranger, uh, and that's what the Fortitude ended up turning into. But, um, but, but anyway, going with SoLabs, Labs, part of the name where well, the So is, which means layers in Japanese, and then Labs, we were thinking about like I want, I really wanted to have Labs in there because I didn't want to just be like we're a watch company. That's it. I just wanted to be open. Where yeah, we're making watches because this is what we love right now. But we also want to make clocks, and we made some clocks that were you know basically exactly what the watches are, and they came out fucking incredible. But took Rick, you know, it takes a long time to make them. Oh my god, those clocks take so long. Spray paint them and all this other crap, and um, well, but was, we it to spray more paint things. them, dude. I they're spray painted.
3: I made them all by hand. Like no. they're 100
1: percent. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we lasered like, them. Jesus,
1: I, uh, how does one get las- one we of these? Are they on the website? We lasered
3: them, and then literally yep. I would sit there yep. at yep. my yep. kitchen table with a razor blade, just pulling off the back side of the you know plastic backing to reveal just what I wanted so I could – I hand sprayed them in my garage. My wife was going to murder me because yeah. it smelled like death coming into our house. And, uh, I mean, they turned out so cool, though. But we basically were like, we can't we can't uh, you know, bring these to mass production
0: as <laughs> We easily. actually, it turns
1: <laughs> out we can't do this. <laughs> yeah, it turns yeah. out this isn't going to work. <laughs> I mean, so you
0: made that. at least, you made more than one. How does one go about getting oh, all yeah, of those?
3: Uh, you know, maybe a custom order and we could laser and create some more because they're, they're, yeah, they're intensive. I would say like if I do them again, I would make another five in a row, but probably do the same color at the same time because doing five different clocks, all the different color combinations. I mean, I was like numbering spray paints like one through 20 because even the peaches and pinks, I have like seven different spray paints to hit all the different ones depending on the combo. So it was, that was pretty, pretty horrible. Going back to one thing though, one that question you just asked Andrew it's funny because reflecting on it right now, I'm thinking how when I came, I I shared like, I don't even know a hundred different color combinations and there were ones that I had like, favored and andrew just was like yeah we definitely got to do something that's more like mint or teal like that kind of color that's turkish coral is where we landed on that and then was like it's yeah we favorite. got we got to do favorite. something peachy kind of pink and that's salmon fandango but it's funny because i don't think those colors then inspired going with the mint in the fortitude i actually think it was coming out of him mm-hmm. earlier into the soul and yeah. watches. And then it showed up later in the Fortitude, just as like, oh, people do think this color is dope because Turkish coral sold has sold great. Like, it's people like a lot of people have really loved that color, and it's funny because no, it's it's in the AB watches, but
2: it kind of came first
3: there. It just wasn't done yet.
2: You know what I mean? Well, actually, uh, if you go back to my Instagram, I had had made a mint dial about three years ago, um, oh, that's and I great. And, and I posted it on my. Instagram because I, I wanted to do more color. I just like that one didn't work out. So when the, when I did the fortitude, it definitely, and obviously when then we did the soul labs, I was like, okay, this is going to look awesome. And then, uh, so that, that was there, but I've been wanting to do uh, a mint green and, uh, for a very long time. And it, and that was the, that mint color specifically is because I love uh, a vintage Vespa. That's like that green, right. Mint yeah. Green kind of that. Yeah. That's where that, that inspiration of the color came uh, for me because i just love those
1: okay so on the website right now we've got the version one the layers one 1.1 yeah. 1.2 1.3 i think they're all still available right now so we've got yep. five of the quartz version i know you guys have been working now for about a year on the mechanical version what's timeline on that Ask <laughs> the
2: manufacturing guy <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> please. So we, uh, we've already gone through uh, two prototypes of automatic and now yeah. we're, we changed it. We changed it again. We are at one hand. We're going to have prototypes this summer. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that we have the actually. Uh, and and everything ready. went to shit,
1: right? Everybody knows everything, everything went to shit yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. Right. Especially if yeah. you had yeah. something that was not normal. You right. you got sent to the back of the line. Get get the fuck exactly. out of here. For TFO. Yeah, so so, Not so
2: normal, you know, smaller qu- uh, quantities, but I'm hoping to have layer 2 production will will have uh, ready done being shipped out in the fall. That and, that is the goal. And and movement, are so, you guys went with the Miota, right? Miota. Yeah, 9015 probably. Or, uh, sorry. Ninety thirty uh, It's a Miota one yeah, yeah. With uh, a 9000
1: 9, yeah, series, 9000 series Miota.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay
1: fantastic we're going to transition Andrew other things what do you guys got well just me it's my just you what do you got
0: (laughs) so this is something I've had for a really long time and been uh, intending on using and just never have until today I I don't know what you're pointing at okay so this is and, and so I have a wall mounted television and something that I've always hated about my wall-mounted television was the cords hanging beneath it. So I've, I got one of these like three years ago and never use it. And it's a Mono Systems four-piece flat-screen TV kit. And what it comes with is uh, like a, a very flexible but, s- but firm plastic fishing rod for which to fish cable through your wall. Two um, sockets. Yeah. is what i'm going to use. Yeah, that's right. So there's sockets with a little gusset in the middle, like a little a little piece that you can run through the middle so that you can fish down and hide all your cords in the wall. It comes with a drill bit to bore out that enormous hole to fit your socket and we installed it today in my house. Piece of cake. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't exactly a piece of cake. It's a two-person job because you need somebody job, to yeah. you need somebody to feed your feed your plastic thing. And somebody else to catch it. But with two people, you it need was... a pitcher and a catcher, guys. It was, it was, I don't know, it, <laughs> took us, it took us 15 minutes. Yeah. Maybe for five cables yeah. through the wall. Everything's hidden. My television is now floating above my credenza. There are no cords in the way. There oh, are no cords visible. It looks so good. And let me tell you, so there, there's a, a few thousand of these uh, products available. Yeah. Um, they're about 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah. At Lowe's or Home Depot or Ace or wherever you buy your hardware. They're going to be in your television. It probably doesn't really matter what you buy. Either. No, it absolutely doesn't. But for those of you who see cords above your wall mount or below your wall mounted television... Spend the less than thirty bucks. Get a friend. Don't don't put the cap on because I was looking at doing it. My wife's like, "Well, why don't you just put the little plastic thing over the cords?" I was like,
1: "That looks just as bad."
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. No, that's true, right? Spend the twenty
0: bucks. Get a friend over. Drink some beer and resolve your cords. Float them. Yeah, it's wrong. It it looked it it is one hundred percent better. So
3: that's like you talking about that is reverting my brain back to the question you asked earlier which is are you at a standing desk and the answer was yes dude this was my purchase for myself for Christmas being stuck at home I bought one of those Jarvis standing desks I've got auto memory on oh yeah sitting standing on a balance board height and all of the same deal I got I, I ended up having this big thing shipped to the house this big long box and my wife's like what is that i'm like it's a cord caddy babe yes yeah. it's a cord caddy cuz i can't have shit hanging off the back of the desk now so it's all beautifully tucked right along mm-hmm. the backside underbelly of it and it's just clean i can look right at the wall even though i've got a bunch of cords between the monitor and computer and and speakers and stuff and my phone charger but no cords no cords
0: for my wife for a standing desk during covid times I used a chest freezer and a stack of textbooks.
1: <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Hey, it doesn't need to be fucking complicated Jarvis shit, right? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever, man.
3: I'm telling you, this was game changer though. Game changer.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can get the $7,000 simple human standing desk, or you can just use <laughs> a couple of old phone books.
0: They No, they were old uh, Arabic textbooks and uh, a
1: chest freezer. Even better. Uh, yep. Uh, hey, I've got another thing. Nice. Do me. So I, so, so we moved and and we moved from a small house. We moved to, we moved from a small house to a much bigger house. Truth. So that, and, and the small house had built-ins and the big house has none, which I think is good. (laughs) I think it's good. But what I've found is I don't have anywhere to put any of my stuff. So it's like, (laughs) I have the stuff that was in the refrigerator is good and everything else is fucked needs a home right <laughs> so like the ketchup it's has Robert a Maid's. Th- that's right th- that's right the ketchup has a place and nothing else she, has a place she fits in the closet though that's the thing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so we bought we started buying furniture uh it's a slow process that's right a, you a, you, yeah. it's expensive right we bought a couch yeah. a couch is like 3500 dollars for a couch that i borderline hate uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is really—it's exactly right. it, super depressing, right? You know, I, I would right. love to get some mid-century modern. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, no, you can't. It, sorry, I'm gonna get this couch that sucks. Oh. Uh, that's and that's that's my reality. <laughs> uh, so, so, but we've started we started collecting furniture. We bought a dresser this week. I bought a dresser for Kim's clothes, and it's gorgeous, right? Quarter sign oak. It's beautiful probably 1930 did you get it at a consignment store i got it at oak street vintage so it's it's in fantastic shape Mm -hmm. it's from an estate sale it's beautiful but it just needed some love it needed to be refreshed i got Mm -hmm. this stuff i got this stuff called howard feed and wax wood polishing conditioner
3: dude that stuff is the shit i got it (laughs)
1: of course he knows it (laughs) it is so it's cheap as dirt too it, in in the words of it my is. good friend Rick, that stuff is the shit. It's phenomenal. <laughs> so it's the type of thing, it's goo, it's goop, right? So it's like in yeah. a plastic bottle. It's not, it, it smells sort of vaguely orangey, waxy, yeah. mm-hmm. oily. Got
3: a little zest to it, yeah. A little zest. You like th- an orange version of Pledge.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. You, you squirt a bunch on a on like a microfiber rag. And you just kind of wax on, wax off. It wants about twenty minutes to soak in. So I do this. I do this whole dresser. I get this dresser to the house. It's this, you know, kind of expensive nineteen thirties dresser. I get it to the house. I put it in the garage. I take the drawers out. I and it it just looks old. It's beautiful, gorgeous quarter sawn oak, Mm -hmm. original finish, been really well maintained. And I just sort of wax on. With this stuff, 20 minutes later, I pull it off and this thing is fucking beautiful. Yes. Kim saw it in the store and she was wow. like, eh, it's okay. It's great. She comes home in the garage and she's like, is that the same thing? It's gorgeous. Wow. It looks brand it, new. It's Well, it doesn't look brand new. It looks better than brand yeah. new. Yeah. It's totally gorgeous. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Howard Feeding and Wax, and and I've subsequently used this on like three other pieces of furniture and it's like, fuck, man. You could use this on a guitar. Yeah. It's, it, you know, I think it's oil, so you want to be a little careful. But it, this stuff is my jam. I'm going to keep this around for forever. I love it. So, so, so nice.
2: So for those listeners who have, like, a wood grain watch, you can probably use it on that too, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you could, like those uh, like those. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Okay, let's, those. We, I think MDMT uh, does can those. Can yeah. we move the fuck it's on? It's the bamboo. It's the bamboo.
2: piece. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the <fashion>. that's right. <laughs> uh, other things, other things. Andrew, what do you got?
2: Other things. I, I'm gonna keep it the same as last time with music because it's uh, again, I, music is a big part of my day. Um, one song, one band that I just recently found uh, in my late night um, music finding. Is uh, it's a it's a band by this young uh, I think he's Mexican from uh, California from Oxnard. Um, it's called Los Retros, or so that's the name of the band L O S, and then Retros. I or, Retro with an S.
1: love Los Retros.
2: And someone to spend time with. I, I probably have listened to this song I don't know maybe f- five hundred times since like uh, last week. Uh, but I, I just I don't know what it is. I, I watched a couple of videos, some interviews with the kid um and it's just some dude who like likes to make music and taught himself how to do it and uh, i just absolutely love it so los retros someone to spend time with
1: yeah i'd play a clip but i'm certain we would be sued we yeah no we can't play it on here but we can link to it in the show show notes and we'll we'll do exactly that thing
2: isn't there like a time limit like you can play like two seconds yeah it's not very much zero it's no oh, it, it's there is there is a
1: very small amount of time. We
0: don't play. have enough money to play
1: any seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, Damn. we have no money and so we get no seconds. Yeah. Other yeah. things, Rick, the the king I the, the king, king of other of things, other things yeah. perhaps, right? Oh god. Oh god, yeah. he, I, I mean, can't think of anything.
3: We, <sighs> we buy a lot of we buy a lot of strange stuff in this house. So the most recent purchase, okay, was actually this
1: uh he says chuckling
3: it it was it was actually this action figure okay you know there's my son uh,
1: there's usually a pragmatic theme to the other things but i don't object to this at all because this is this is fairly awesome
2: no i noticed you pulled it off a shelf He's got a shelf full of toys back there. He said it was for his son, though.
0: So it seems like it was maybe.
2: That's all bullshit. No, so
3: I've got my kids come in here and they raid the place um, because, you know, I've collected all this vintage, you know, all these vintage toys for years. And now. They've been playing with a lot of the vintage toys, and then they'll oh, break and, them and
1: ruining them. Have yeah. they unwrapped any? Yeah, and
3: they'll be like, they'll just be like, "Well, Dad, it's old." I'm like, I, "Yeah, but I kept this shit for thirty years." Like, yeah, maybe don't play so hard, son. Yeah, no, so, hey, hey,
1: look, wreck my kids, my kids, my daughter destroyed uh, an OG set of Ninja Turtles. All four guys. Oh. She broke. She broke the the. She broke Leonardo's Leonardo's swords and Donatello's bow staff. Both of them broke. Him.
3: Oh, that's so sad. It's In yeah, minutes, so
1: I'm sad. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say she destroyed. She didn't destroy, but there was a thing where it was like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> That's like I can so have myself, a whole conversation like, about into, and I never we were, I never we were, had that moment where I was like, oh, well, they're kids and it's my daughter and she got joy. No, there was none of that. It was like, oh, anger. fuck, you broke this thing. <laughs> Damn you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> me and him have been playing. He's four and we've been playing Turtles in Time on my old Super Nintendo. And let me tell you something. I played that game for years I've never beaten the game. I've never taken the time to get all the way to the final shredder. I got there with my four-year-old. That's,
2: two awesome. ago. So That's I was a good like, feeling. All right.
3: all right. I'm like, son, yeah. we're going to get the, the Turtles Ultimate Baxter Stockman brand new. And he's he's taken better care of this than the Turtles. My Turtles, too. I have two quadriplegics. They lost all their legs. April had her leg ripped off last night by my daughter, so <laughs> I glued that today. So yeah, it's been Ninja Turtle toys has been what has been purchased here.
0: I, I like it,
1: gentlemen. Tell us where to find So Labs Instagram, Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
3: Web, website is so-labs.co. Isn't that the most sexiest URL you ever oh, heard? Dot <laughs> co. You, you, know, <laughs> you know, you know we, it's real we when into it's dot this co. Being like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta base our name on what URL is available. And finally, we we're like, just forget it, man. We're gonna do the name we want and end up with this, you know, half, you know, <laughs> I don't know hyphen URL. Our uh, handle at So Labs co for Instagram, and uh, those are the best two places to hit us up.
2: Yep. Andrew,
1: awesome. Andrew Perez, Rick anything you guys want to add before we go? No. you know, Thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah.
2: Just want to say great. thanks for putting up with us and uh, having us uh, y- on the show. Y-
1: you guys are fucking awesome. Uh, Always invited. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Andrew Roberts, anything you want to add before we go? No.
0: Are I'm you sure? things.
1: <laughs> Did you just fart? No, I didn't fart, but you live so close. Are we just going to get really smashed after this right now. Oh, Is man. the
3: hypnotic gone? That's he, he just Most took of it's it, gone,
1: yeah. but there's more and there's tequila. Yikes. I
2: was gonna ask real quick, was the move across the street intentional?
1: Well I obviously meant to
0: move into that house. Like I didn't I didn't just like spin a wheel. But it it, <laughs> right. it wasn't I didn't move here because he lived here. I actually wanted I meant to look at this house. Uh, mm. but there's a spiral staircase that doesn't work for my little kids. Uh, the house across the street came off the market and then came back on and it was a house that we had already wanted to go see. It just it lined up nice. perfectly. Well, that's nice. awesome. And now we can throw that's rocks great. at each other's houses.
2: <laughs> Good luck to you Sweet guys.
1: Shot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't go anywhere. We'll talk in a minute. Andrew. All right. Bye. Hey, thanks guys for joining <laughs> us for this episode of 40 and 20. We appreciate you being here. You can check us out on Instagram at 40 and 20 and watch clicker. You can check us out on the website, watch Even better, even better. Hey, listen, if you want to support the show, you can do so on patreon.com slash 40 and 20. Look, you guys, seriously, that's where we get the money for microphones, hosting pictures. When you post pictures on a website, it's fucking expensive. That's where we get the money for that. Patreon.com slash 40 and 20. And don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Bye-bye.